if you're holding something sharp towards someone you don't need the strength for it you just gotta push it in and that's it one fatal wound and they're dead he drew out a machete and that was the first time I ever actually seen a knife Yeah, I just shake his hand and then all of a sudden I hear that he's dead. It's just gone five in the afternoon and I've just arrived in the Bordesley Green area of Birmingham. A teenage boy, Hazrat Umar, was murdered right here in broad daylight this afternoon, stabbed while on his way to the gym. It's a couple of hours after it happened now and a police cordon's still up here on Norwood Road and there are people turning up to pay their respects and leave flowers. I'm going to head over to the gym the boy was headed to and have a chat with the people who run it. Uh, we just uh, seen a guy running towards our gym, saying, oh, someone's over there, stabbed, I'll try helping, like, oh, he's on the phone to the ambulance at the same time. And then we come rushing at all of us, thinking probably some kid we don't know, then we realised who he was, and then the ambulance came straight after. That's about it. Uh, honestly, I'm just finding it hard to find words to say, because it, when you see somebody on a day-to-day basis, and, you know, you build a relationship over a course of time, and he was a good kid, I liked him a lot. We don't tolerate knife crime and we don't want that on our streets and in our communities. And we, we don't want the next generation coming up, growing up with this. We didn't grow up with it and now this generation, now it's, 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 it's a lot. just finished up for the day here in Small Heath and I come to a youth group that meets in the afternoons. Now this room above a leisure centre is only the size of about half a tennis court but there are about 60 or so young people squeezed in around pool tables, table football and sofas in front of Xboxes. We're less than a mile from Norwood Road where Hazrat Umar was murdered and 15 minutes in the other direction is Sarah Park where 16-year-old Abdullah Mohammed was stabbed to death just a couple of weeks ago. Knife crime is creeping into the lives of people here and a few have agreed to have a chat with me about it. I've been there when a few of, the, few of my friends have been stabbed or they've been at gunpoint and just basically robbed. It was shocking. That's all you can say, really. It was just shocking. Because you're just all there, hanging out, having a good time. Out of nowhere, anything like that can happen around you nowadays. I mean, one of my friends have recently got stabbed. He did die. And, my, and he's 18 years old. I literally met him five minutes after. where I just shaked his hand. And then all of a sudden, I hear that he's dead. So that really upset him for me, because I'm, I know the guy like that. I'm close to him. And, uh, and that's it. Uh, I was 19 and I was walking home to go to the bus stop and they just, they caught me whilst I was walking home. They asked me a few questions and then the guy come out with a machete and they took all my stuff and that was it. And why do you think young people are carrying knives? It's one of them, they come around with knives and whatever and it's just a bit, it's a bit unnerving because you don't know what they're going to do, whether they're going to come for you or whether they're looking for someone specific. Uh, right now, I'm seeing every situation, everyone, like, if there's a gang fight, if someone's coming up to someone, there's a knife involved, 
that's no question. So let's say if someone wants to see you, apparently they just want to talk, you know, a knife's being brung, uh, brought to it. Normally people would be like, oh, they need money. Obviously money's a big issue for all of us, but they go through the wrong ways from it. I kind of saw it coming because of grime music, drill. That's kind of what kids are into nowadays. So they listen to the stuff and then they want to be that guy. But not everyone can be that guy. So it's just more for protection at the end of the day because the way that they see it, a lot of stuff's going on around here. And the way that kids feel comfortable is them going out with some sort of protection just in case if a few guys pull up on them they can defend themselves. That's pretty much the reason why everything's happening. Recent figures from the Ministry of Justice show knife crime is up and violent offenders are more likely than ever to go to prison. Reoffending rates are also up, which means when they come out, they may do it again. So is the fear of going to prison acting as a deterrent at all? Ex-Birmingham gang member Tanaya Sam has served time in 11 different prisons himself and now talks to school children about his experience. Prison is a very harsh and stressful environment. Uh, ultimately, your liberty is taken. Do you think young people are scared about going to prison? Nah, I'm not scared. Um, prison's glamorised, you know. Prison's glamorised in, in, in some of the trendy songs of today. Uh, you know, people come out and glorify prison. And if we look on social media, there's endless content out there of people having a good time in prison. So the realities of prison for young people is not what it should be. Uh, and that is one of the um, areas which we address within the programme is the realities of prison and what does prison actually um, consist of, what's it really like. I myself have served um, seven years of my life in prison and, and I sh and I be very open and share with the young people what I've gone through. And what about the police? Well, they've hired 200 new officers to focus on tackling violent crime. And they were given new powers in March, which allows them to search people without having to have a reason. In just four days, they carried out more than a 1,000 searches across the city. I've come to meet Police and Crime Commissioner David Jameson. I think what has happened is that we've seen, particularly the drug gangs have been fighting for territory for some time. The price of drugs apparently has gone down. Uh, they are trying to build up their territory and that's caused violence between the drug gangs. Now, I think what has happened, that's infected the rest of society as well, uh, because clearly not all the knife crime is, is to do with drugs. It isn't, uh, but some of it is. And I think what has become a normal, if you like, for some people to carry knives, now that is what we've got to tackle, this normalisation of violence that, that we've seen. Do you think that 200 officers is going to make a difference to the levels of knife crime here? Well, 200 officers will make a difference. I could ideally uh, do with uh, about eight to 900 officers would make a real difference. But this hasn't come, this, this increase in numbers hasn't come from government grants, uh, although we're grateful to the council taxpayers for their contribution, but this has come from efficiencies that we've been making over a period of time. 
I've come to Benson's community project in Smethwick. Here, young people of all ages are playing football completely free of charge, and there are courses they can take to help with qualifications for jobs. The groups told me that in Benson's first year, rates of youth crime here dropped by almost 80%. They get about 300 young people onto the pitch every week, and tonight it's absolutely packed, which organiser Paul Landucci tells me is the norm. It's about giving them something to do. A lot of children from rich areas have the ability from parents' income to support their learning, to support their play, to support their ongoing development. A lot of the children we have don't have that opportunity. And basically they're brought to us and we try and help them build their own character and performance in what they actually do. So they become themselves rather than misled into some culture that somebody's telling them they want them to be. 20-year-old Kai's been coming here for three years. After struggling with school, he got qualifications through Benson's and is now doing a job he enjoys. With Benson, like, when you come here, you're not thinking about on the road, you just think focusing on your football and that, you get me? So it's more like next week, say that you come Benson Tuesday, you're looking forward to Thursday and then you're looking forward to Saturday. So it's something to look forward to instead of going on the road and putting yourself in trouble. Do you think it helps keep people off the streets? Yeah, very much, because, like, before to now, where the, all them mans used to roll around in Cape Hill and all of that, they come here and play football instead. So you won't see that much kids just hanged around on the corners of the streets. So you see them here playing football. Across Birmingham, communities are pulling together. From the police to politicians to youth workers, efforts are being made to break the cycle of reoffending in whatever way possible. But it appears there's still a long way to go before families stop being torn apart by the violent crime on our streets.